This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science in life to holistically strive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. Welcome everyone to the Inspiration Science Podcast with my today's guest. I'm so excited to welcome her. Her name is Alexandra Mew. She is a life transition and relationship coach, also an intimacy expert and a speaker. And she helps people to navigate through major life transitions so they can cultivate resilience and confidence and overcome any relationship issue that they deal with and that comes alongside as well so they can live a fulfilled life because again in life it really comes down to good and quality relationship with ourselves and others and I really felt that um, Alexandra based on her story she can give a lot um, as well and again thank you so much Alexandra for coming on the show how are you doing today for sure thank you for having me I'm great Awesome. Yes. Um. To start off the whole, you know, conversation with you, what would you say is your greatest gift that you have towards the world and to yourself? Well, I love that. I love that question. I believe in my case is the capacity to overcome anything and everything that came my way, because eventually you'll hear about some of the life transitions and struggles I had to face, and having resilience, having grit. And having the resourcefulness mindset is what really set me apart in anything and got me where I am today. Amazing. I love that. And, you know, like also like um, I, I'm curious, like for healthy relationships and to lead like harmonious relationship, what's been one of your biggest realizations and experience to lead this type of, you know, relationships? The change or the biggest change that I've experienced was when I start building a very strong relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. That set me apart from anything and everything. Because at the end of the day, no matter how many relationships we have, romantic, non-romantic, with coworkers, friends, family, we are in all of these relationships. And we bring ourselves in all of these relationships. So mm -hmm. the more we get to connect with ourselves, the more we get to have that intimate bond within our inner world, our inner truth, the more we can be authentic with ourselves, the more we can put this out there. And that way your relationships become even better. You get to create harmony. At times people use the word balance. Balance can be defined in different ways because in relationships, I don't believe there's like 50-50 at times where you have to harmonize your relationships. That's why the more you build within yourself, the more you work on yourself, the more you recover from whatever situations you've had in the past, the more you recognize your worth, your value, your actual strength, the more you get to reinvent yourself become the best version of yourself, become a high value self, whatever you connect and identify with. And that will actually showcase in all relationships. Yes. Wow. That's such a great way you put. And I think, you know, like one of the experience I had was like on the whole self-worthiness. I always speak about like self-marriage in a sense of you have to honor yourself and then mm -hmm. you can honor others. And many people know that. However, they still struggle, you know, like we 
And like, I think people do it in different ways. So how do you like show yourself self-love and integrate that on highest level for yourself? So for me, there's so many things because to give you like a brief overview or foundation, I've experienced many life transitions, many life struggles and changes in a short period of time. Like in my mid twenties, I already had a divorce. I already had a major struggle with that relationship. I had a car accident where I thought I'm not going to survive. I had financial issues where I had no more money. So there are a lot of things that really got to me. And as I was going through all these things, what really stood out for me and helped me heal a lot was recognizing what self-love means. Because a lot of times we think, well, I love myself. I treat myself good. I take myself out. I buy things for myself. I love myself. Mm -hmm. But it goes beyond that. It goes beyond the self-care aspect. It goes into the self-acceptance aspect. And that means that you have to have an honest conversation with yourself and say, you know what? There are parts of me that may not be the greatest parts of me. Mm -hmm. Is there something I can work on? Is there something I need to heal or address? Great, we do that. But otherwise, we accept fully how we are. And I need to make a little note here. It's not like you are rude to people and you accept that you're rude and continue being rude, right? It's about recognizing, oh, was I rude to someone? Well, you have the option and opportunity to apologize, to say sorry, right? And to address and do better. Mm -hmm. But you accept that you probably were not the best in a situation, in a circumstance, in that moment. And now you have a choice of how you move forward. So self-love literally makes a huge shift. Like you mentioned, self-acceptance, self-worth, all that comes from the aspect of I can be fully open, honest, and authentic with myself and recognize sometimes I have a temper. Mm -hmm. And when that happens and when that comes up, just to be aware and mindful of how it's impacting others and how it's impacting myself. Mm -hmm. and put maybe tools and, and systems in your life in place to support you to mm -hmm. not lash out on people to not let your temper get the best of you or impact your life and lifestyle in a negative way so self-love for me was discovering there's so much more about me that I wasn't probably even recognizing or observing and of course that unlimited amount of love that's within you that you have to start giving yourself first not necessarily expecting validation from others or feeling only loved and cared for because others do that for you it mm -hmm. starts within yourself and then whatever you get from the outside it's a mirror it's a reflection of what's going on in when inside and i'm not like i always say this again harmony i'm not saying be self-sufficient a hundred percent of the time and I hear this on social media a lot. I don't need anyone. I can give myself everything. Great. That's amazing. Be mindful, though, of falling onto hyper-independence and blocking the way to other experiences. A life fully lived in my, in my mind is where you can be self-sufficient, be independent, love yourself, cater to yourself, nurture yourself, and also accept that from other people in your life. Because the more you do it to yourself, the more others will actually honor you, like you've said. 
the way yeah. you treat yourself, you teach others how to treat you. Yeah. Well, that's wow. That was a lot of value there. But, um, you know, like you mentioned, like a very important point from like self-acceptance as well. And you also mentioned like if you get to a state, I mean, that's the thing with the whole self-marriage, like people see that and they're like, oh, my gosh, she's marrying herself. But like in a literal sense, it's like a bit deeper, like spiritually, like when I marry myself, it you kind of marry towards the world, the unification around a lot of things. And it's also the healthy way of knowing, OK, I can be self-sufficient. I'm good alone like I'm happy without the man however if someone comes and can add to that happiness we can even have a thriving relationship and even a more fulfilled life and I think a lot of women and also myself going through a lot of traumas like abusive relationships toxic patterns or divorces uh, a lot of women like we build up this protection walls like it's like a mechanism and we have like anxiety attacks panic attacks fears around it and we're like yeah you know like no boyfriend no problem <laughs> then you get like away from that so and then we get too much into one extreme what has been one of your you know like experiences because i know you went through a divorce when you were 25 and obviously, I, I think it left you with certain, you know, um, consequences, maybe certain traumas. Like, how did you navigate through that in order to have that healthy mindset that you have right now? That's amazing that you brought that up because it ties in a lot with marrying yourself, right? So you've had an experience where you recognized, I have to go inward within myself and create this experience because that experience brought you maybe even a better partner in your life, brought you even better relationships. And again, we think relationships, not just romantically, you have relationships around you all the time. So you build better relationships because of that. Now, a divorce can be a very traumatic experience for many, many people. Even if it's not emotional, it could be mental. If it's not emotional or mental, it could be physical. If it's not all of three, it could be financial. So this big change in someone's life is always very impactful in everything you do. And for me, it was all of it. It was physically impacting, mentally, emotionally, financially. It left me in a state I never even imagined I could be in. Mm -hmm. And I found myself at the bottom. Like I didn't even recognize anymore who I was. So mm -hmm. I had to literally come back to myself and see who am I, why did this happen, and what can I learn from it? Something that I believe we hear this out there all the time, but is the biggest truth. Your perception of something that happened in your life, it's what will dictate your journey going forward. So for me, I could have sat there and blamed my ex, blamed anyone and everyone for the situation I was in, even blamed myself at some point, because I thought, how could I allow myself to be in this place? I know better, mm. but it happened. The moment I made peace with the fact that I'm going through this experience, and now what can I take away from it and do better in the future? And I learned a lesson that not only helps me, but I can help others. Yeah. So overcoming a divorce Maybe I'll say there are three major things you or a major relationship issue in your life. It could be three major things that I always recommend for everyone to at least build in their life. Support system. Most importantly, to have a support system. Mm -hmm. Don't believe you have to do it on your own. Don't believe you have to overcome this major life transformation on your own. 
with our own thoughts and our own emotions, we unravel and spin out of control at times. So a support system will help you see that things are not as dire as you may believe them to be. And it's easier to recover if you have some people to rely on, people you trust and people who are there for you truly in this big problem. The second thing is coming back to yourself, coming home to yourself. What does my heart need? What does my heart tell me? Do you have to grieve? Do you have to go through a range of emotions to release them? Like come back home to yourself because you have such a deep capacity for strength and resilience, but you have to recognize that within yourself. I can come and tell you a million times, if you don't truly believe it and recognize it within yourself, it won't really make a difference. So pair up your own journey, your own coming home and connecting again, intimacy with self, with the support system, and then creating things that support you in what you want to do forward. What's your vision? Like you can journal. That's the biggest tool to help me is journal, taking things that going here in our brain and spiral of control, put them on a piece of paper, you realize, you know what, I can actually address things in my life. So confidence, resilience, um, feeling empowered, all these things, you can build them like a muscle, you can work on them, you want to build muscle, you go to the gym, you want to, I don't know, like change your appearance, you take care of your skin, your hair, your outfit, Mm -hmm. same you're in a world you have to work on it you have to build it and don't try to be on your own probably you've experienced in your life situations where you recognize how important it is to have that support system that community Mm -hmm. to have a person in your life because the journey with someone there when you're struggling becomes a little easier yes pay attention to not become codependent or be connected mm-hmm. to someone and think your healing journey is only going to happen because of them. Mm-hmm. But allow that to be a puzzle piece into your whole vision, into your whole image. And with these things is how I have addressed everything else into my life. Wow, that's excellent. And I love the way you speak about, you know, the different contexts, like you point out this self-sufficiency, you say like, get the help, but also like, don't depend too much emotionally on it you know and I think sometimes people tend to go again from one extreme to the other and they lean into that Um, or there are some women after some experience they lean into avoidance too much and they're like no I don't like men anymore we're all good and then women empowerment it's like too extreme you know but it's like I always believe that women empowerment cannot happen without men. Like we need to include, we need to harmonize it in a healthy way. And that's kind of the touch I want to give to the feminism and different ways around the world. One thing I'm curious of is like back then you said in your twenties, like obviously after divorce and things, financial struggles, you, you were in a different country and you had to kind of manage yourself, how to, you know, pay your bills, get through that. And now you're traveling around the world and you're doing amazing work, doing coaching. It's like, what happened in your mindset back then when you were like financially struggling and how did you like really like take this transition to get out of it, to make again your first money and things and travel? I believe we have everything we need. And like I mentioned, we just need proof of it. So think of a situation where 
a mother has to deal with something due to her child, that mother will showcase so much strength and so much resilience that probably she never showcased it in her life because she is there to protect and care for her child. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do the same for us, for ourselves? We have an inner child within us, even if you admit it or not, even if you believe in it or not, there's a part of you that you had with you ever since your childhood. And if we were to trace back a lot of trauma or a lot of our problems, they stem from our childhood. No one comes ready with a handbook on how to be the best parent ever. And in the process, we do get hurt and we suffer and we experience hardship. I believe that's part of life. Otherwise, we know how can you appreciate the light if you wouldn't have the dark, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, there was a point where I turned 25. I was living in Canada. All my family was in Europe. I had zero money in my account. I was having a lot of struggle because I was finalizing a separation towards a divorce. It wasn't like I lived in Canada for many years. It's been only three years since I moved there. And I found myself crying by the side of a fridge with no food in it, thinking, how did I get here? And what am I going to do next? So I allowed myself to cry for an hour, just sat there and cried. And then I made a choice. Am I going to give myself proof and evidence that I'm struggling, that I'm not going to get through this, and then I'm just going to have to go back to my home country with nothing and probably dead at that point. Or I'm going to give myself proof and evidence that I got this and I'll overcome this. Mm. And if you do that, your brain will find proof and evidence. You've had other situations in your past where you overcome something. You've overcame a situation that you didn't even think you could. So find those things. Give yourself more and more proof. What else have I achieved? What else was I able to do? Well, if I did that, I can also do this. So in that moment, I made a choice. I'm going to find a way. And that's what I believe it's one of the things that helped me throughout every transition or struggle and transformation is I'm constantly thinking solutions and results i'm not focused sure i focus sometimes on the problem to figure out because i I get a lesson and i always find something in the problem but not spending too much time in it so then i think solutions so after i cried next to my fridge for an hour i thought what's the next thing i need food money i need a new place and figure out how to manage my emotional state so i called a friend I asked to borrow $100 until my next paycheck. Mm -hmm. I packed the apartment. I rented one room into someone's house because it was cheap. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to stay there. And I, I made that choice to stay in that room for almost a year. In the meantime, I looked for another job, more pay, and I looked for another place in a different city. So I don't have to be in the same environment where I struggled a lot. And within a year, I had a raise. I had a new job. I had my own apartment. 
and I was able to move and do different things and start traveling a lot amazing. more. That's amazing. I mean, thank you for sharing all of these things. It's like really inspiring. And I think a lot of people, you know, who are right now like struggling, like whether it's financially, emotionally, I think they can relate. And I love the fact that you mentioned that you kind of accept that you can be sad. I think that's also one of the things through therapy that I've learned, like accept like really fast, like you better cry like for one hour, like crazy dramatic queen, like letting it all out and dragging it down for weeks and things. And then you find a way like resourceful. This is what I picked up. And then you, you were really solution oriented, like what can be done and change their perception around the things. And, you know, like with all of these things, like you, you also mentioned a side set that you had shortly after that also a car accident where you had a near death, you know, experience what like how did that impact you and what was one of the wisdom that you gained throughout you know a car accident yes I think that was the the most um tragic moment in my life because I never had to face I mean I've had other accidents as a kid and a teenager growing up but I don't think I've ever felt like I did in that moment time was slowing down and speeding up and I thought I'm all alone in a country where I don't know many people. I had like three friends at that time and my parents don't speak English. So I have no way of knowing they would even find out what happens to me. So while I'm in the car spinning out of control, I end up rolling off a highway. I thought, wow, it may be months until someone finds out what truly happened to me. And in that moment, I thought, I'm 25. What have I done with my life? What am I leaving behind? Did I really live the life that I wanted to the way I wanted to? And when I found myself just like falling back onto the wheels of the car and I was completely fine, I freaked out for like a couple of hours. I had this coming to Jesus if you want. Again, you don't have to believe in religion or anything. You have to just find a tool that works for you. But I sat with myself and thought, what and how do I want to continue from now on? There are things in my life that I probably suppressed or ignored or didn't pursue because I was people pleasing, because I was afraid, because I was worried, because all these reasons and excuses. And then I thought, but what if we're gone just like this? In a split second, you're not here anymore. How are you going? And it may sound strange to talk about death, but the end destination for every living being, it's death. So how are we getting there? Are we rushing there thinking we're running out of time and we have to do a million things? And meanwhile, we forget to be present, to really enjoy our life, to create a life that we enjoy. So I don't want to rush towards the end. I want to enjoy the journey and the destination and relationships are a huge part of that because it will affect that journey, right? You walk alone on your path or you walk with a partner, you walk with a tribe, with a community, a family, and doesn't have to be blood related family, right? Mm -hmm. So I've made that choice after that accident, after a few days, because I had to recover, I had a lot of um, pain in my body because of tension. I made that choice that I'm going to do the things I've wanted to do. And I will, like, I had this moment of maybe we come back to self-acceptance where mm -hmm. I accepted parts of me that I was afraid people will judge. 
Yeah. I accepted parts of me that I was worried that my family or friends will criticize. And I just made peace with that because I felt that will make me more complete and it will help me in creating the life that I want. Mm-hmm. I know nowadays with all the things that are going out there, right? Like we've seen a lot of suffering and a lot of pain, a lot of death and sickness and all that. If we choose to focus only on that part, we'll think the world is very difficult. Life is difficult. Everything is hard. And it may be true to a certain extent, but again, look at the things you can control or change. Mm-hmm. You can control the weather or change the weather. So you accept and prepare for weather. So the same with anything else in your life, the most that you can be in control of is yourself. And at times as a woman, not even that, that time of the month, your hormones go crazy. Try to control your rage, try to control your emotions. They will be amplified. So in those moments, we come back to self-acceptance, right? Okay. I'm having that time of the month and I will binge watch movies eat chocolate, stay in bed, sleep all day, and accept the state I'm in because I know tomorrow I'll be better. I'll feel better. I'll be different. So with relationships, life transitions, struggles, you accept that you are in the moment and this moment will be gone and can be addressed because you're addressing yourself. Not because you're changing your exterior, not because you're changing people or you're controlling how others react. That's not realistic. Realistic is to come back again to yourself, your intimacy with self, your connection with self, check your thoughts, check your emotions. What do you really believe in? If you don't believe you got what it takes, again, you get proof that you don't have what it takes. If you believe I'll find a way, guess what? You'll find a way. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. And I love how you structured that. That's so well done. And also like, you know, like, obviously, I, I feel sorry for all the things you had to go through. But more so over, I want to focus on congratulating you for so much strength, like, you know, going through all of this, I think it's going to inspire a lot of women and men out there. And, you know, like, as you mentioned, the, the things of being solution oriented, the way you flip things always, and also the focus, because it's true, like, spiritually and also like sufferings it is happening a lot around the world so again we're accepting and acknowledging the fact but then at the same time we focus on the beautiful things on the present moment and I think as an entrepreneur it's like kind of a strength to think like very forward in future but however like we also have to be present um, a lot in the moments and you know, one of the things that kind of also reminded me on while you speak is the importance of the childhood as well, because you mentioned like inner child and how some of the traumas like come up later. And especially when you're in relationship, it works like mirror, like you cannot hide it. All your insecurities, everything like come up like a freaking mirror. So mm-hmm. what is like one of the childhood traumas that you had to heal yourself if you're open to that? And like, you know, what's the consequence of not healing that? Could you share us a bit more about that? For sure. And every time we think of certain experiences, I feel like we could probably relate to each other. Mm-hmm. We've had different moments, situations, and experiences in our life, but the core mm-hmm. things will always be there. Fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, right? Those come up. Mm-hmm. I've had and still have till this day uh, a strange relationship with my father. 
And I grew up in an Eastern European country where men are slightly more aggressive. They drink a lot. And I've seen things and I've experienced things that harmed me a lot and turned me into a fearful woman. And I was worried and afraid because I would get a beating or I was going to be hurt if I would say something in a certain way when someone had too much to drink. So I had to be on my toes and be alert and always learn how to like read cues and figure out my dad is happy in a second and then mad in another, like what's going on. And I think that took a huge toll on me that I didn't even realize till probably after my divorce, Mm -hmm. because the biggest thing that was with me was my mistrust of men and how instead of men being protectors in my life, they were the ones harming me. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a woman who looked good, or I was a girl or a teenager or a young adult who looked in a certain way, attracted eyes, attention and all that. I also had this disconnect. So there was a part of me that enjoyed the attention, a part of me that knew I can attract through my body, through my body language, through my energy and all that. But there was a part of me that believed I'm just being used and men just come to me because of my body and men will just try to sleep with me and then leave me. And Mm -hmm. I'm never the one that they're there for truly that they care for, that they understand that they get to spend time with to actually get to know me. So Mm -hmm. I felt misunderstood a lot. I felt like I didn't belong. And it all came back from the same place of, again, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection. And of course, mistrust and even though I always said oh I trust people because I am open I have this inner child um, little part of me with being a little naive and I want to love everyone I want everyone to love me but then I flip quick or I used to flip quick into oh they're just gonna harm me or I was waiting for the next shoe to drop so after my divorce I decided I want to do healing for myself, because I knew I'm blaming my ex-husband, I'm blaming my father, I'm blaming all the other men that harmed me, but I'm also blaming myself because I saw the relationship my parents had, and I told myself, I'll never allow men to treat me the way my dad treated my mom, and I end up in the same situation, and probably worse, right? Mm -hmm. So I end up deciding I'm going to do healing meditations and I'm going to just go through certain healing journeys to heal from my um, divorce from my marriage and all that Mm -hmm. and every time I did a specific healing meditation with incense and sound and so on after I would go to sleep that day I would dream about my father And I would argue and fight and feel very hurt and wake up upset. And it was all related to my father. And it happened three times. And I was like, okay, there's something there. I have to not only think of my ex-husband or an ex-boyfriend. I have to go all the way back to my father, my relationship with my father. And in the end, we all experience a father wound or a mother wound. It could be a father wound because of trauma or negative experiences. Same with the mother wound. Or it can be, I had such an amazing relationship with my father. No other men can match up to that. Mm -hmm. So we still go through either or, right? So for me, it was okay. I only have to go forward or I can go forward if I only go back to work 
own that part of me as a child or a little girl who is afraid of her father, who thought her father doesn't even respect her or cares for her, and also harmed me physically or mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. So I end up doing these healing meditations in towards healing the relationship with my father and recognizing, you know what? I don't truly trust men and my independence and I'm a strong woman is a little wall to protect myself because I don't believe any men will. It can go a little bit deeper and we don't have time to talk about this in the whole podcast, but I believe everyone listening can relate to the fact that if you were to peel the layers and go deeper and deeper, you will recognize that there is something there from a memory in your childhood or a moment in your childhood and that's what happened for me I recognized the moment when I disconnected and when my relationship with my father completely changed because I became aware of his aggression or cheating or the treatment he he gave my mom and I took the role of an adult to want to protect my mom to want to protect myself my younger sister and it shifted how I moved forward in life So now I have a relationship with my father. I can speak my mind without getting scared or being afraid of him. And I recognized one thing, to have better relationships doesn't mean I have to accept someone's behavior. I can change the past. Mm. I cannot predict the future. I can be in the present. What I accepted is my father will not change unless he chooses to do that. I cannot change it. I can communicate. I can be clear. I can be compassionate. I can understand he had his trauma as a kid. He had his suffering that he's bottled up and took with him in in his life and then just poured it on to us. But I also chose to live my life on my own terms. I chose to leave my house, to be on my own, to travel, like you've mentioned, and to discover who I want to be as a woman, truly. I believe that if you believe I have to be with my family, I have to do this and that, then you have to find ways to work on yourself, to be in a healthy relationship with yourself around everything else that may not be as healthy for you. I chose to remove myself from it. I chose to go and live somewhere else. I chose to do things for myself, even though my parents are not really happy or agree with it. But that was my journey. So you are in control of your own life. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what other people are saying and pick what works for you because I'm not living your life. Mm-hmm. Even though you relate or you may have had similar issues, similar problems, or you experience similar fears, you still are the one in your life, in your shoes. So you want to be the driver of your own life car. Mm. Everyone else is a passenger that can come in and out of that car. They can stay for a long time. They can be on this ride with you forever, or they can get off at some point. Mm. You have to be the one who's like, I'm doing great on this journey. I'm enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying the scenery. I'm enjoying the people with me. And I know I'm enjoying my own company, even if everyone leaves my life car. 
Yeah. Wow. That's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom into that. It's very um, incredible, like to listen to that. And, you know, like, I think there are so many topics within the relationship part, the mental part, which we could dive deeper. I think we should do a separate podcast on this different topics on that. But to wrap the whole things up, is there a specific life motto or a quote that, you know, that you get really inspired by that you embody daily? Oh, thank you for that question. And there are many different things, but the biggest one that I always have with me or in my mind is live, laugh, love, because those are the things, again, that are within your control. And the more you live life on your terms, the more you laugh and enjoy your life, the more you love, even just love yourself or give love to others from afar. You don't have to be physically staying in something that it's not very healthy with that always and forever you can experience the things you want and you will cater to yourself more i also like the quote from casablanca tomorrow is another day so anything you experience can stay with you for a short while a long while but tomorrow is another day so you have another choice you have another blank canvas to write a different story for yourself don't just repeat the same old story if it's not supportive, right? I have a tattoo on my wrist that it's just a reminder that I am the creator of my own story, of my own life. And again, we come back to what you've mentioned in the beginning, honor yourself. I think that's the biggest, biggest thing that changed my life is the more I work with myself, the more I work on my self-love, self-care, self-acceptance, understanding of me, then I can understand others better. The more I honor myself, I can honor others. I can show others how to honor me and treat me. The more I do that, the better I can keep my boundaries and the higher my standards and the better quality people in my life. Everything will be connected. Yeah. Wow, I like it. That's so powerful. Live, uh, live life. What was it? Live life. Live, love. Love, love. Wow, that's nice. And yeah, and I think this whole honoring part, like it's also like a process and things like people um got to find their own way. And I think that's so perfectly fitted into the podcast where on Inspiration Science, I always repeat, it's like there is no right or wrong way. You have to create your own framework that works for you, how you run a business, what's the right ideal for you in relationships, how you heal yourself. There's so many different ways, but I think we can emerge the wisdom out of so many people having like speakers like you um coming on the show and sharing the views it gives a lot of like inspiration to people so thank you so much for taking the time for sharing all of that and lastly like how can people connect with you and how can people also potentially work with you for sure i mean you can find me anywhere on social media i'm on instagram facebook tiktok um it's my name all my accounts are under my name alexandra Miu. or you can go to my website um it will be released brand new today it's again my name alexandra and you can reach me there if if anything all right perfect so i'm gonna tag all the socials below for all the listeners give alexandra a follow on her socials reach out to her if you want to improve your relationship with yourself whether it's like certain traumas or patterns that you want to break and also like um, intimacy issues and things um i think childhood traumas the self-love resilience so it's kind of all an interlap like a topic that comes together with different points 
and also um, um, tell us like how you experienced this talk. What were your takeaways? Tag us on your stories or comment below if you have any other questions uh, or your learnings below. So thank you so much, Alexandra, and I speak to you next time. Awesome. Thank you for having me again. Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Ozinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.